Okay, Camp Crescent rules and operations. We're waiting. Just on the Speak up nice and loud so the white can hear. So we've already kind of went over the rules. I've talked about this stuff before. We just never made decisions and we want to get the um, pamphlets printed. So I didn't know if I needed to review this stuff with you guys so we can get decisions. Like on the dogs, I'd like to um, have the language in the pamphlet be the same as the city as far as the pit bull and the Rottweilers. And the reason for that is because if they call the police and ask them what the rule is, they read what the city rule is, and then they get to the campground from out of town with their dogs and our, our uh, says no Rottweilers, I believe. Right. Yeah. So we just want it to match. City code is just pit bull terriers, I think is all it says. I think it should match. Touch your nose anyway, or didn't defend it. It, yeah. I guess just in, in general, expect that at some point somebody's going to bring a, an issue about having breach specific ordinance, and, and that's um, been difficult to defend. And so far, our insurance company hasn't asked us to drop our our restriction, but we can expect that maybe sometime. Up until then, I guess we can continue. So change it to match the cities in the pamphlet. I would think so. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, the kennels, I think I said this at the last time we talked about this to me, a caged dog's better than one that's running loose. Um, the kennel problem back in its day was they were puppy milling, bringing in all these puppies, but there's already a rule now in place that says only two dogs for campsite. So I think that's going to help on that. Um, but I, I would like to see the kennel rule back in there um, instead of letting let the dogs run around crazy. They're supposed to be on a six inch lead or six foot six inch, a six foot leash. Um, the leash thing we go around, we have dogs at the office all the time. Then we have to go all through the campground and find out whose dog it belongs to. It's not being enforced, no, not even close. When they bring it to my attention, I go after it. Well, it needs to be enforced, it needs to be looked at. Uh, I'm sorry, but. It's not enforced, and there's dogs on leashes 30 feet long. Though. I would be okay with the no dog rule. Me too. Me too. Everywhere. You're right. It's a Up mess. My yard. Yeah. <laughs> they don't clean it up. Nope. We were told we'd lose half our campers. We didn't right. I, I agree. Yeah. Most of the campers have dogs, and I listen to them bark. And <laughs> but but then it comes down again to an enforceable. Oh, it has to, to be enforced. Enforce. It has to be enforced. You put all the rules down. If you don't enforce them, they're no good. That's but, right. But you have to have staff to do that. We can't be in two places at once. Uh, honestly, guys, it's what we do on our evenings: is run around and we do the rules. It's like you, know, like you can't do this, can't do that, can't do this. That's what we do. Yeah. <clears throat> I would think so. We know the rules here pretty soon, and they keep breaking them. There's. Well, I think the last time um, we talked, we have a deal where we can initiate a $50 fine. It's in the pamphlet. Um, I think probably that is the thing, just like this other fee thing, start enforcing the fee. Mm -hmm. And once one or two get that fine, that then maybe the rest are going to hear about it. And, but there is a $50 fine line in the pamphlet about the dogs. 
then again, it just needs to be enforced. We have to make sure. Is that a question that can be asked when they register? You know, do you have dogs? It's not right on the registration. They have to click, they got to click to know. And yeah. they know about the six foot leash. It's right on there. And everything. Yep. So they're not being informed. It's just that they're not abiding by the rule. That's a lot yeah. of the people there. Yeah. We have stop signs in town people don't pay attention to either. <laughs> I would just like to do the kennel thing um, because they get creative then. I, I, and we break them, we have to tell them to take the fence down. They, like, they literally will put like this high of fence between two campers all the way around. Then they got the campfire in the middle. And I don't, I don't like that idea either. You know, and then you gotta go tell them to take their fencing down. They're like, well, you said we can't have a kennel. Well, it's kind of what you're doing. You're kenneling your dog in the space. But these are just ideas. Like if you guys it's don't just, like them, I'm just saying. No kennels or pet beds, and that's what a pet bed is to me. I have seen them all fenced up around like that. But if you limit the size of it, right? You know, that's well, that's why of, I went down to like 42 inches to so get the size. That's a that's a good idea. I think. It's worth a try. I'm just out for. Help. This is what this is one of our issues we face every weekend. So 40, 42 inches means what? Same. It's like can, the forty-two is the widest at any point it can be, and they don't. I don't find very many online that's forty-two by forty-two. They're more like forty-two by twenty-seven. Yeah, they're more rectangle. Yeah, they're rectangle. I just don't like the idea of a count. <clears throat> I mean, if you enforce the rule that the six six foot leash or whatever. I don't think you need to kill. I'm open to suggestions. Whatever you guys decide, I'm going to work with. So, so it's not an either or thing, is what you were saying. If we the, the right now, there's no kennels. Right. Yeah. Um, there's what, just what, a, a kennel. But there's a lot of dogs out there that don't get kenneled up. But can't, can't we have it? It's either a 42-inch kennel or, or, or a six-foot leash. Yeah, it's not. Okay. I'm asking yeah. you know, I would yeah. say, yeah. Is yeah. that what you mean? Yeah. 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 I'm not sure whether you're going to bring a kennel now. We're not doing the leash thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It's either or. But yeah. again, then it needs to be enforceable if they're breaking out. Right. Then I really want to use that $50 fine thing. And I guess I've never really asked, like, is that something I enforce or the police enforce that $50 fine? Like, I've never got the clarification on how that works. Well, I think the police have to enforce it. Yeah, I don't think it should fall on you. Okay. You got enough stuff to do. Yeah. And they bite people, and we've had it all down there. We'll have to try to inform the police if they have to go down there. Yeah, we've had them down there several times because of dogs. I got pictures of this one lady's hand that got bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, she, and the dog was on a leash. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is just another idea of thoughts. Um, again, it's just because it's so dangerous. And I could even go try to talk on this, but the bike rule. Um, for the little kids, I mean, I know adults ride their bikes to the bars and stuff, but like at 11 o'clock at night, I'm getting phone calls that they're like, some kid almost got hit because they're still tearing around because that's like an easy way for the parents or the babies and anything. Go ride around the campground on your bicycle. <clears throat> I've had one parent, she was going to go buy um, light reflectors to, for us to hand out to people that have bikes just so they could see them better. 
Um, and, and we don't even have to do anything with it. I just want you to know it's a huge problem. And I was looking for a solution, and I don't know. I like the, the idea of this 9 p.m. for kids. I really do. But what holds a kid? Well, you can't be any right. They ride them uptown and back. Well, once, how about once they get to the campground, they walk their bike into the campground. Oh, for the adults. For the well, adults. see, we're not we're not going to see that because it's after ten o'clock. Yeah, you won't see that. We're not going to see that. What I see is like these little kids. I'm talking well, little little kids. That's what I would be concerned with too. Yeah, they're, they're zipping in and out a, it's a of vehicles and it's dark too. out. Yeah. Twelve and under. Yeah. What's wrong with your number? Well, that's the number we use for like mini golf. That's the number yeah. remember. They'll lie to you and tell you that they're 14 anyway. I mean, at least, at least then we have a rule to work with with the parents. Because the parents, and we go to them like, hey, your kids are all over and they've all got hit. I'm like, yeah. We're camping. So I just, well, we're camping. So, <laughs> so go up to 12. Yeah. Um, another thing, site posts, they get pulled out. Um, and I know Eric, he's, he's concreted them in and everything. <laughs> Um, but we have literally people come take the site post out so they can get their camper in and then they're over their actual part that they are allowed to rent. So they have more space. Um, and I know some people aren't big backer uppers and it's a way for them to easily back in. They pull the post out and then put it back and get their camper in the right spot. Right, Scott? I don't know that I've actually ever pulled the post, but I'd be inclined <laughs> to do that because I'm used to I, um, and we just have a few spots down there, and it's. Um, I would think we could mark the spots and put a sleeve in there so they can be pulled and to get in easily. And then again, it goes back on the staff to make sure they're in their spot. Because I've sit and watched people, and I've watched them run over posts trying to back camp. There's broken ones right now. Yeah, and it's congested down there. I think we should try and sleeve them so we can easily remove them. Campers aren't getting any smaller. And then we can put them back in. It doesn't have to be in every spot, but the ones that we're struggling with them to get them back in and out that are removing them. So then they would be responsible for monitoring to make sure they're right in that spot. Yep, right. Okay. We'd have to pound in some square tubing in the ground so they can go over it or some PVC to square tubing for a 4 by 4 or whatever. Our yeah. signs are made out of 4 by 4s yeah. I think, the post are. Yeah. And they make the lumber yard sells us. Vinyl stuff to put the ground and slide it right down inside. Don't you? I'm not sure what vinyl stuff you're talking about. <laughs> like a wrap for a 4x4 four four and a deck post. Yeah, but I wouldn't hold up if you got hit once or anything. It's going to be in the ground. If that part's in the ground, 4x4 four four slides down. They're in oh. Not fold in the hole. Right. How much is that? Not much. Mm -hmm. You get a couple. I think that's what we should do with them troubled spots. It'd be cheaper than replacing the post. Right. Because mm -hmm. they, they allow out at the state side, I know. Because so we don't have to have like another rule in the um, pamphlet because like there's like a page and a half. It's just all the rules. Make basically we can we still write in there you're you only are allowed the site area that you're renting not to go over the yes. like, can I yes. Yes, work with Scott to get verbiage better on that? Yeah. All right. Um and again this is just food for thought. Um the lakefront sites um it's one of the things we hear every single weekend as well that they wish there was some that weren't people that were there the whole time. 
and it's just an idea was to use two or four out of the middle and have them be just a two week limit. And the way it would be monitored is just the exact same way we do it now. You can't go online and rent a lake spot. You have to come talk to us at the office. And then we can chart it in the um, program. We block them out. So like the ones that live there, we just go from April 15th to October 1st and the whole thing is blocked out. Um, we would just block out two week periods. I'm just trying to figure out a way to let other people. I think you're do two right. sites. How about you're doing two sites? sites? What's that? Do two sites and two. see if, if how it works. Um, I kind of went through to look to see how much was open through my class year, and occasionally there would be a spot open, but they're so used to them always being full. If we, if I could advertise it on that, that those are just two week spots, and we'll again we take care of it all at the office. It's just like the ones that are there after two office. weeks, could they come back and get the same spot again, or they've done? Well, we we're trying to come up with ways that they couldn't like book it in somebody else's name and just stay there. Right. Like that's right. yeah, that would all be in the Burby. Okay. Yeah. What what is the difference between lakefront rental fee and lighting? Um, the lakefronts at this time are the exact same price as A, section A. Um, and I believe like where the um the seasonal, I think they're all those are the same price. 50 amp electric are the same. 50 amp as, is the uh, same as the lake lakefront, but yes. lakefront is all 30 amp except for one post has um so two spots do get 50. So we're upgrading that this year. That's what so, we wanted to do to run that study to know that we don't have any electrical problems. But Jeff is is ready for a uh, for a project to make sure we can handle enough, the load by upgrade. enough pedestals. And these spots right. are not reserved. I think we need to raise our rates on the lakefront side. And here's my justification for it. And I talked to Scott about it, or explained it to Scott. Pick a house around the lake. I don't care what house you pick. Look at the property tax they pay on the ground. Mm -hmm. And they're renting a spot for less than the paying property tax. Mm -hmm. And pooping dogs everywhere. Right. <laughs> I, I think it's it's and the lakefront property, and, they're can't, and that will help eliminate some of them guys staying there all year long. Fee, the fee needs to be raised, in my opinion, on the lakefront lots. Do we have to wait a year to change it? No, 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 not reserved. It's not reservable. So we can raise them in. Right. So like we had already talked, Scott and I, like if we did put the electric in for sure, we were already going to raise the yeah. rate to yeah. help cover for the electric. I would be opposed to seeing a $4 difference a day. I'm not going to them, but whatever. I'm not sell. either, but you know, they got lake, it's lakefront. Yep. And they're there. They're there. They want them. That's right. You'll find out how much the difference is pretty soon, but they're on the lake or not on the lake. That's right. So we think we can do two spots. Like well, it can be a trial thing if we try to see what you like. May and June don't look great. No. Then because yeah. none of this stuff on this lake stuff has to be done a year in advance. Or, no, 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 the lakefront, I don't have enough pets to do the whole lakefront on hand right now. So I called down and order them. And he slapped me, said, um, you might be lucky to see them by July. So Sandy and I talked like, go to each end, do so many in, and then the center would leave the way it was till we get till fall. If we can get these pets in, and then try to do the rest of them and fall at the end of the year, maybe or something of that sort. 
How many are your short? Two, I think. Your short two? I believe so. Well, then it'll be the two spots that you can only stay for two weeks, and then right. when you get them in July, we can change them out then uh -huh. when somebody's not there. If that makes sense. Yep. We have to dig nothing up, right? Just back around. Right. Well, okay. we'll pull out. So two spots though okay. is only one pull. One, one pull right. is this. One so bed. he's yeah. talking, right? You're talking two. Two pets. So be four spots. Right. We could work with whatever's in there. July comes and say we want to upgrade this service to 50 amp. You know, and who knows? It might not be anybody there. Even. Yeah. I I could get it down to one pet, but then that leaves me no. Feds if something gets run over, so then I don't want to do that either. Right. So I'm basically saying four spots. Yeah. If they run over, will they pay for them? If you can catch them. They don't can catch them as much. <laughs> they weren't. I have a good view. They weren't as high priced as I thought they were going to be either. I was thinking they were seven, eight hundred bucks and come back about five hundred apiece. So. That's upside, I guess. While we're talking about rates, I don't know if this is the time to bring it up, but what's our city per stat? How does that read? On the employees? Yep. I think it's five dollars camping for um, any city employee. But not on major holidays, right? Five dollar reduced rate or five dollars? Oh, the rate is five dollars. Yeah. <clears throat> so can we Can we adjust that? Sure. If that if is talking about it anyway, that is a uh, just a policy of the city, and certainly it's just subject to change from the city council. Well, I don't think a city employee. No offense, Jeff. Not to me. It's not no offense to you. But I don't think a city employee should be able to camp down there all year long for five dollars a day. I the one week in the year, so it don't matter to me. I think we, I think we should have some type of like a five or six day limit. I don't think we've had this year. There was no city employee was. No, it is a pass. There was, and that city employee's not here no more. He parked his camper down there all year long, left the air conditioner run. He didn't stay. But it might be better as Dale's referring to put it in writing just so that it's there. That's my. This is my opinion only. Yeah, what about major holidays? Like, do you want them doing it? Like, when I need the camp spots for. I say, and it's always just been understood that if 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 city employees are down there on the, on any time when the spot would otherwise have been rented, they pay full price. They pay full price. Yeah. So that's your major holidays, like Carnival and Memorial and Labor Day. That was my Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Okay. Yep. Do you want to charge them half rate or what? Huh? You want to charge them half the normal rate or more? Well, I don't. I don't care what the rate is. <laughs> As long as we have five or six days limit per year, and that's just me. It's just me. There's four other people that might have a different opinion. I'd be okay with a seven day limit for for employees, and if they want to stay over that, then they need to pay for yeah. the full, full range. Seven day for a year. And and I think because the lakeside lots. Are such a hot topic. I don't. I would also want like to throw in there to make sure the city employees are not taking those out. 
at a reduced rate. Right. They want to camp there. They can sure camp there, but stay at a normal rate. Right. I got a beach. Right. So Does that make sense? Then, I mean, does everybody yeah. understand what I'm getting at? Well, yeah. Yeah. So. So what's the price? Is it sales at five dollars or five dollars with a limit of seven days? Five dollars with a limit. Limit to seven days per season, five five dollars per and night. They want to no lake Right. So if they come on a holiday weekend. Right. Yeah. Right. Five dollars on a concrete pad is actually it's a pretty darn good deal. Uh, seven days. I mean it's, yeah. it's, it's a park for being an employee. Yeah. If you can. Yeah. And how many employees can't really? Right. Only one now. Jeff does I, I have a camper, I think that we can't. I think we can't one weekend. That's so we had his camp. dog run all over the place in his camp. Oh, I bet. We don't have more than $9 all over the place. You can have some. No, I didn't. Um, I so we got that. So, yeah, just. Uh, <coughs> what what I will do is we'll write a policy on, on all this stuff and bring it back to the to the next council meeting. But then in, including things about the uh, the fee for lakefront. So it had been mentioned about four dollar increase for lakefront. So you're ready to move on that? I'll make a motion to move on that. I'll second that. Smoke on. All right. So this would be to add add four dollars uh, per night to uh, to make eighteen dollars. So twenty. So it'll be twenty two dollars. No, it's twenty two now. Oh, it's twenty two now. Yeah, I'm thinking of. Okay, they get they stay six and they get the seventh night free. All right, so yeah, Whitey, the motion is to add four dollars per night to Lakefront uh, lot rental. So, um, Becca, yes. Frank, yes. Mulder, yes. Waltman, yes. Thank you. Yes. Very good. Are we going to do anything about the cabins? I'm just asking. Yeah. Um. So the old cabin is forty dollars. The new cabin is fifty. And I think we talked at one meeting. We're going to make them all the I think same they price. All go 50 they all year. go fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Um. Another. It's just. That's a thought. I'm trying to figure out a way to um, let get the pressure off of Town Bay parking. And um, again, this is what we do on Friday and Saturday nights: is run around, tell people to move their vehicles. It's just a thought. I'm open to suggestions. Um, the on the parking map, the ones that are in green, those. I mean, I see two cars parked in these spots all the time. We gotta tell them to move, but the spots are large enough to have two vehicles. Um, it would be on just those outside ones up there, like one through twenty-seven, uh, fifty-one through ninety-one. The rest of the spots are just way too little. Well, the A section, but we don't want extra cars there. So all the we done? I will open up a can of worms. Um, I'm not in favor of two vehicles in there when it's congested. It's bad enough the way it is with one. We had a fire call down there one night. We couldn't get to the campsite with our equipment. So I think we need, this is only me. I think we need to stay to one one vehicle per campsite. 
And I also think a golf cart should be counted as a vehicle. I have the golf carts in there. Yeah, they're not. We can change that. That's just my opinion. A golf cart's a heck of a lot smaller than a car. And there's a lot of people. I'll use Mark and Tammy Allen, for example. They can pull their golf cart in and out of there. It's a lot less space used than a vehicle, than their pickup. It's the first thing I ask for when I get the job. I, I remember that, <laughs> but I'm just saying that I think it will help ease some congestion for especially the permanent ones, but I think it needs to count as a vehicle. So it's not one golf cart and one vehicle. It's one golf cart or one vehicle. One or the other. One or the other. So I'll use, since I mentioned Mark and Tammy, if they have their pickup in their campsite, they can't have their golf cart too. So they can have their golf cart, but not their pickup or their car. Does that make sense? I'm using them as an example because right. I, what are we going to do with the volleyball part? Like, is that going to get turned into anything or more parking? Like, again, you guys, I'm just trying to figure out a way to on the weekends you can't get through Town Bay in the parking lot. It's crazy. Um, so my other thought was if we let like a lot of these people, um, 140, 139 through 164, they have boats. So do some of the lakefront people, and they sit out in the Town Bay all week. Maybe we let them park, and I've talked to Mark or Eric about this, let them park in the red spot, and that would be 8, 10, 12 boats that aren't out in the parking lot all the time. These are our campers. That's where the overflow parking used to be, the red spot. But is it for boats and trailers or just for cars? Either or. It's like, I'll really we actually it. used to We actually used to let people park their camper there during the week. Well, I get to ask gone. that all the time. Is that a rule? I don't know if it's a rule, but that's what used to go on. They park there for like the dollar a day or something. Pull it out of their sites, so they aren't paying the site fee and, and the park that they're. That was done years mm -hmm. for lots of years. Must have been a reason to quit it. Yeah. Well, if you start well, putting campers in there, what, then, yeah. then, then, I, I then you have I the problem that, with the cars again. Right. I'm just saying that used to be the overflow parking and right. campers used to park yeah, there. I think they changed when you change the entrance, didn't it? No, well, we lock that gate's locked all the time yeah. except yeah. for on Sunday. Yeah. Sunday morning at 8 o'clock, we unlock it. It's the only time it's unlocked the whole week. Is because apparently they would sneak in that gate and we couldn't see right. them coming and going, so they locked it. But so, so, for example, years ago, a camper would pull out on Sunday night. They'd park their camper, leave it down in that overflow area, and Friday they'd come back, pick up their camper, and pull it back in the campsite. That's what was used four years ago. And, and we would charge them two bucks a day yeah. if it was part of it. But if we let them be standing the cabin, we would get more money. No, I, I'm fine with that, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. I'm, just saying, I'm just saying that's what it was used for. It's always been used for overflow parking before. And we we made a sign, like when we did the sign mm -hmm. project. We have a big sign now. It says overflow parking is right there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like we <laughs> talked that we we're going to send a letter out to our seasonals. Um, we talked about that mm -hmm. at the very beginning. I mean, that would be one thing to, like, Put in that letter, like for the seasonals. You know, if you guys would park your boats and trailers back there, it's just that many more spots we have out in the in Town Bay. We have a we have an ordinance where you can't park for more than seventy two hours in one spot, right? In town, in town, yeah. It's, it's never been enforced. Oh yeah, that's true. That's it's on just on the right away deal or not, but. Uh, we, in general, we wouldn't allow extended parking at the, at the, at the, at the 
and the boat ramp parking right. right. Like it's just it's just unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about that now, like the, the the natives, the locals are parking down there. Right. Yeah. That we are going to enforce that this next season. Oh, it's just a thought. I'm just open to anything for help. I mean, this is again Friday, Saturday nights. This is what the night crew does. They go around at the golf cart and help people move vehicles. Um, it could be a perk. We could charge another dollar. For spot for the ones that came after vehicles. I'm totally against two vehicles. That's me. I'm one of five, but I was in that fire truck and couldn't make it to that. I, I believe. I don't know how you guys could get through right now, like on the lakefront. Right. That's why. And, and that and that camper was in this green area. And then say 14, 13 or 14. Um, you know, one negative thing about the campground is congested. But it could be a golf cart or a car. I, I, I like that idea. Just because, like you say, the locals they can just sit in there with their. Well, then we have to change our signs because you all voted no golf carts. <laughs> well, I think it was the no golf carts was again part of the congestion and part was was the safety of the smaller kids and stuff, or even the golf cart when somebody else is in a big pickup backing up, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. and they're zipping through there. But then we'll the golf cart will open up. Uh, well, let's drive around with golf. Yeah. It might, but they can drive around with a car. Uh, less likely. Less likely, but yeah. I'm just saying, I'd sit there and watch it. Which is only my opinion. I'm one of five. I just threw it out there. They drive around all town. We, the, our, our police department has done a good job this past year of eliminating kids driving that aren't old enough. They did a good job of getting that mm -hmm. halted. Yeah. As long as we stick to that when nobody under 16 or nobody has a driver's license can't be driving. And then the rule about how many seats are on the golf cart, that's how many people's on the golf cart. Because I've seen them pile them on. I have too. Yeah. And, I, and my thought is I'd rather get hit by a golf cart than a pickup. You know, like, so that, that's, that's why it's just this worse. So let me ask you this, though. reason to change. Yeah. So if we say golf carts, are they going to be trailering their golf cart, the out of town people? Or are they going to train them? We got another vehicle and a trailer because they want the golf cart in town. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to eliminate all the yes, But then again, what are we going to do with the volleyball court? Have they ever used, they ever used two at a time? Well, not no more because they got vandalized. And for the most, it's only, it's just usually the one. Occasionally yeah. you'll have them both, but for the most, it's the one. But we could give that with one and then put parking in the other. Seems like something we're trying. Somewhat. You would need to really see how that lays out because it, it's not big enough to get any substantial amount of cars in there. It's not like you'd have two rows of cars in there. It, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of land, but it's not that much. Yeah, well, I'd uh, push it out further in the grass area. I'd make it bigger than what the sand volleyball part is. 
I think maybe the council should make a trip down there at the next meeting talk about the volleyball court issue. What we can do with it. We can meet prior to the meeting. Yeah. <clears throat> It's really cold out probably. Won't go. <laughs> so we can table the whole parking thing for now. So you I'm all for using that red spot as parking. Well, let's can we say this? We're gonna table it, you guys go look, and then we'll make the decision about the golf carts and the parking, the parking and area. all that at one time. Uh, yeah, assuming. Assuming that we're, we don't have a foot of snow on the ground, we plan to get together maybe for the next council meeting or go down there and take a look around and uh, get some ideas about uh, what we might do with the uh, volleyball court and, and then have this discussion about golf parks and parking and, and stuff. Um, and then I guess the reason we're trying to get these decisions, um, it's time to start making the pamphlets or getting them updated. I've asked Scott. His thoughts on it, um, we have the cheesiest pamphlets and as much marketing is done in Lakeview, the one thing that looks awful is our black and white printed out of the office upstairs pamphlet. Um, we would like to make it a nicer one like all the other pamphlets that we hand out down there. And normally, otherwise we just call Kay, hey, we need another 215. She sits there and runs them off and what we've talked about is we can see if we can work with Andy Bennett again on, on some brochure uh, uh, design. Yeah, and we find out that by the, the printing cost on that is actually just not significantly different than us doing it in the house. But uh, uh, there'd be some additional layout charges and, and of course, uh, fees for, for talents. But uh, I kind of talked to Tony about it, and they're all excited about it. Um, Y'all, Lakeview has a new logo, mm -hmm. and um, I just pitched the idea of putting um, Camp Crescent right above the word Lakeview, so that would be like our logo for the campground. It'd be the same, sure. everything, it's just in smaller letters right above Lakeview, say Camp Crescent. All right, well, we'll get to work on that stuff. 